Hi friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 110. We're officially at 110. Here we go. Thank you for letting me take my break last week, my hands on my heart. I'm very grateful. I needed the rejuvenation and the recharge. Sometimes uh, planning events, as you guys know, are, it's just some of the most strenuous work on the mind and the body. And there is pre-pro preparation, production, organization, invites, set up, tear down, logistics. And then afterwards, events used to be pretty easy back in the day, but now your phone explodes during the event and you have to get back to everybody the next day. And then you have to compile videos and photos and posts and thank everyone. And it becomes like a full two-month shebang just for two hours, but it is so worth it. And I feel that every time we accomplish a tiny goal and we move forward and we check the box off, it feels like we are making a difference and maybe I am making progress. So if you feel like you haven't done anything with your career, you should think about where you were three years ago during the pandemic, or maybe even just 10 years ago when you were still in school getting your MBA or your degree, your bachelor's degree, etc. You really have come a long way. And those two months in preparation for two hours, people can really tell the difference between professionals who prepare for their best work. So thank you for the time. I also didn't know if you guys noticed, but I cut the music out of the podcast because I felt like it was really unnecessary and I was actually bleeding out of pocket for an audio mixer to do that. And I can simply learn how to do it myself or I thought, why not just cut it out clean altogether? There are a lot of changes that have happened for all of us over the past few weeks. I think I have learned um, since going back to New York and then working on my bi-coastal move right now, which is repacking in LA and going back to New York, this has brought up a lot of thoughts for me, especially because the first time I'm the first time, wow, my thoughts are faster than my verbiage. Forgive me, my brain, my beautiful brain. The first time I moved to New York, I was 28. This time I'm 40. I no longer have my beautiful cat, Cece. I gained a new partner. I gained a new cat. And I'm going back at a different time in my life. So I wanted to help to share with you what you need to hear today, which I think you asked for. And that is cleansing the toxic shit out of your life so that you can move forward. You can cleanse clear the air and make space for people, places, and things that really matter to you and that make a difference. You can also question a lot of your choices by asking yourself, does this matter? Now today, I'll give you actionable steps on how we can better our lives through cleansing and getting rid of the foods, the people, the habits, the addictions that have been dragging us down for years. Now you'll notice the age difference between 28 to 40 is pretty significant. I graduated from culinary school um, back in 20, 2005 
And I felt like it was really important to make sure that I focused on my best work from there on out. So from 22 to 40, I've seen a lot, especially in the world of wellness. And I've also seen a lot in society, culturally speaking, in trends. And I think people have become such followers when I think most of you are actually leaders, especially if you listen to this podcast, I think deep down inside, you might need to shift gears and I'm going to encourage you to do so. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. That doesn't mean spending more money. It could also mean spending less money. It doesn't mean that you get the baller apartment all the time. It could mean you get the more humble apartment. And it also doesn't mean that you have to follow every societal norm at rapid fire pace like everybody else is doing. I'm not sure who wrote the book on life, but getting married at 25 sounds like a horrible idea to me. And no shade on anybody who has done so. I'm happy for you, but I hope that you don't pass judgment on others who choose not to do the same things that you did. Because in a world full of billions of people, it would be really strange if we were all doing the same thing. So having an open mind is the first step to getting yourself ready to prepare for this cleanse. Keeping that mind open and saying, maybe I'll get a cat instead of a dog. Maybe I'll get a dog instead of a cat. Or maybe I'll take the smaller apartment and save my cash for two years. Maybe I'll put a lot of my funds into the high interest savings account instead of buying a house right now because it's a really shitty time to buy a house. Maybe I won't trap myself into a mortgage of $10,000 a month because that would be insane. Think about these decisions that are going to make a difference in cleansing out the shit in your life that you don't need. A lot of us are guilty of putting ourselves in really bad situations financially. This is another idea for you to be open-minded. Remember, open-mindedness is the key to cleansing. You really have to be curious about everything instead of being so rapid fire black and white. We do make these decisions. um, I would say evolution has proven that we make rapid fire judgment, whether it's on a person or it's on a job, a dollar amount, the perception of a show, maybe it's even a book cover. We make these rapid fire judgments by nature and it's nothing that we should be ashamed of, but we should learn to keep these things in check. Like if I get the baller apartment, am I getting that for myself or am I getting that for everyone else? Because deep down inside, you guys know that I'd be happy as a clam Probably like working at an animal shelter and living in a jungle in Hawaii and not really caring if anybody paid attention to anything I did. But I think at the end of the day, when we go with our gut, we learn that our greatest gifts are usually the assets that we're given for skill set and talent that we are supposed to help others with. So instead of living in Hawaii right now, I'm choosing to live in New York and here's the way I've broken it down. When you have a new book coming out, you have to be very present in media and you have to have a public facing career in front of a camera. 
So for me, it was really important that I stood in front of a camera for the first six months of my book launch. And the best place to do that is typically going to be New York. I'm not talking about TikTok or YouTube because those things really anybody can do. But if you want a high return on investment, because it's going to be expensive to move back to New York, the return is going on the morning shows and doubling down on eyeballs while sharing this internal message that ancient practices and ancient wisdom through Buddhism can be utilized in modern day times. And the best way for me to demonstrate this personally, in my opinion, is to go on all the morning shows, do the podcast circuit, and make friends with my network and get close to them again in New York. It's really hard thinking open-mindedly about where we're all going to go, right, in the next five to ten years. But I think if you can open your mind and envision yourself in what you want to do right now, just see yourself, whether it's leading a lecture, a seminar, a group meeting, maybe you're teaching a course, maybe you're flying a plane, maybe you are at an animal shelter, maybe you're yachting, or maybe you are running, you know, down your favorite path on the beach. There's a lot of different ways that we can all choose to live our lives. But the number one thing that I think we start with is be open-minded, stop judging so much, stop doing things for everyone else. It is very toxic to be posting and sharing for everyone else. Every time I see a girl showing her body off over and over and over, especially if they're like in their 30s or 40s, Sometimes I wonder, because I used to do this, and I'm being very honest, is are they trying to show this off? For the, Is it for themselves or is it for somebody else? Because when I did it, it was always for someone else. I don't really do it anymore because I'm not looking for that and I'm not thirsty. I also think that if you are really secure and confident in who you are with your body and your mind, your emotions, and all of your thoughts... You do not attention seek on social and you do not look for it from outside sources. So in order to cleanse the inside, we need to work on self-confidence. We need to know that external voices and external judgment and people accepting you online, I mean, that is not important at all. You could ask yourself this all the time. Does this matter? It's very difficult sometimes in life when we're sometimes on two diverged paths that cross and we have to make a decision. And I think that everybody gets there at some point. And instead of asking a million people what they think about X, Y, or Z, I started to notice at my age now I have to come to these conclusions on my own and I can no longer ask for an insurmountable amount of help, advice, or just thoughts. Drinking the spindrift. Sorry, there was something in my throat. We are living in a time where we have an insurmountable amount of choices. And that becomes really paralyzing. So the best thing to do is to 
think deeply about what you want to do with your one beautiful and special life and what kind of person do you want to be? What do you want to be known for? And how are you going to be of service in this world? Because every wellness practitioner knows that if you are a true good Samaritan and you really practice spirituality and wellness, that your ultimate goal is to be of service for others. So to cleanse these thoughts and ideas that are based off of other people liking you, it's just merely a waste of time. And although it is asked of all of us nowadays, like as an artist, Indy Irie was saying that she no longer has a job that has to do with music. It seems that our all of our jobs of artists have shifted. And now all of a sudden our job is to get people to like us. And that's not an artist's job. I don't know one artist who has that calling. I know artists who have talent and skills, gifts, love and kindness, and they do God's work through their practice, whether it is teaching courses or painting beautiful watercolor canvases, or maybe you know how to cook or cycle, or you are excellent at floral design or decor for home. Whatever it may be, do not lose sight of the end goal as an artist because it is not paid and because it is not foreseen as cool. I want you to do these things because they make you feel good and because you know that it is your calling. So what are those things that you are really good at? (coughs) Excuse me. What are those things that you are good at? And how are you going to implement that? into your life right now take a deep breath in take a deep breath out I've had a lot of deep thoughts about this lately and I do think my mother taught me another practice for cleansing and it's called can you care less can you say who cares shikataganai When I was studying in Okinawa years ago, and Okinawa was its own territory before Japan snatched it up during the war, the Okinawans had a term shikataganai, and it meant it cannot be helped, nobody cares, don't care so much, don't care so deeply. I had texted a few old friends here and there because I'm moving back to New York or in the process of... And I didn't hear back from some of them. And boy, did it make me hurt inside. I normally, well, I suppose, I guess, since preschool, I always was a girl's girl and I had lots of friends. But it was like really hard to come to terms with the fact that people change and they grow and they do diverge on those paths as well. So not only are we all moving in different directions and having to make decisions that are paralyzing, but we ask God to send us answers. But I do also really believe that we have to stop caring as much about the people that maybe do not give a shit about you. It's hard, man. I mean, this is a career path where I'm friends with a lot of other public figures and 
some people are wonderful in person and on paper, and some people are not living in moral integrity. It's not my place to judge, and it's not your place to judge, but we are aware that, yes, we will have friends come and go. We will have colleagues come and go. We will all message people that will not write us back, and it will hurt our feelings. And as Don Miguel Ruiz says, this is not about you. It is not personal. Maybe they are traveling. Maybe they're in the hospital. Maybe somebody just passed away. Maybe they're going through their deepest depression and it's not personal. But I know for a fact that we've all been there and on both sides, sending and receiving. So we're all guilty of doing this. And then sometimes you virtually just see a message and you're driving or you're walking to the subway, etc. And you just forget to get back to them doesn't mean anything but my mom asked me Candice can you really try maybe to care less because my mom's in her early 70s and I think she's just completely disturbed by how much I give a shit about friends and maybe she's right maybe at 40 it's time to sort of like let the leaves fall and watch trees do their thing when they let the leaves go and they just organically go back into the soil and turn into the earth and all things sort of get upcycled or like cycled back and you let them go and and you watch them just sort of merely float away it is difficult to do but attachment leads to suffering and so, Shikata Ganai, when we don't care so much, my friends in Okinawa explained to me that Okinawan women were so busy tending to the children, the home, the cleaning, the laundry, the food on the table, that they didn't even have time to give a shit about what anyone else thought. My mom also reminds me that if you have children one day, you also won't really have time to think about these things. So life changes, it progresses, and it moves on. And in order to clean and cleanse the shit out of our life, I think we also have to let go of these old ideas and old belief systems. We are all hanging on to them so tightly. That is a sure thing. We've all done that too. But I think once you learn to let go of what no longer works for you, sure, you'll still think about him or her every now and then. Sure, you'll still think about your past addictions and lifestyle choices. Sure, you're still going to have old morals and values that might pop up, like your Republican dad and your Democratic mom at the dinner table not getting along. Those are all normal. Nothing is set in stone. And I assure you guys, there is not one way that is the right way to live life. And if anybody ever tries to tell you otherwise... You can politely tell them to fuck off because why would anybody want to live the same exact way? Merely impossible. So if there are things and ideas and beliefs and values, morals or ethics that you don't really feel like they work for you anymore, change it, cleanse it, move on. Sometimes we have to face our deepest demons 
deep down inside at the hardest, nastiest part of our core, like all of the dragons in the dungeon. And you're going to, you're going to have to face them because when you just, you know, wash things under the rug or sweep it under the rug, I'm not sure that you're actually taking care of the root of the problem. So I would say to each of you, including myself, everything is good. Change the way that you think about things. Shift your mindset. Try to live a life that works for you now, not a life that works for other people. And that leads me to one of the hardest practices of all when it comes to detoxing your life. When there are toxic people around and they trigger you, be careful. Set a boundary and a distance from these people. Learn how to become more open-minded about the good things that are coming your way and how wonderful your life is right now. I know it's like the thing to complain and whine and moan and comment. But it's also not the thing because you have air to breathe, you have clouds in the sky, you have a sunrise every morning and a sunset painted by God every night. You have a beautiful blue ocean surrounding you, green trees. If you're like me, you're obsessed with your cat or dog and you have a wonderful life. If you are lucky enough to have one person love you and you love them, That in itself is the greatest gift and you don't need much more. Our society and marketing and advertising will always tell you that you never have enough money, you never have enough power, you're not young enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not thin enough, but none of that is actually true. Now it's your belief system that is structured in your mind and these are the things that you're going to have to compartmentalize or just deconstruct. Take a detox cleanse from the people that bring you shit in your life. I have been friends with people that scared me, that talked shit to me, that were rude to me, that used me, that tried to be me. And I was like, what in the world? Like, why? What? Like, I will stand by this statement for the rest of my life. Those who are meant to shine Wait, what was the rest of it? Hang on. Oh, I was a Candace quote. The weed gummies. You cannot dim the light of those destined to shine. You cannot dim the light of those who are destined for greatness. That is a sure thing. And I know it to be true. You can try to be J-Lo. You can try to emulate the work of another artist a lot of you know graphic artists or designers do that they just knock off people and change a little iteration here or there but you're never actually going to know what it's like to create blindly with your hands and your heart alone as a true artist does unless you go through the motions of the actual artistry which is almost like god or the spirits or the spirituality like working through you So when I sit and write a new book, I start with a table of contents, I break it down, I start writing different chapters at different times, and then I put them back together 
But boy, do I never copy other people's work. I never look at other people's work and the way that I might enjoy Titnot Han's books or Eckhart Tolle, but what I do is I learn from them and then I requote them because they are the teacher and I'm the student and I'm learning from them. So this goes back to us talking about how our morals and our beliefs can be shifted and altered. We can certainly be happy to be ourselves. We don't need to copy other people. We don't need to look around. We don't need to follow. You are a fucking leader and I know you know you are. Even if your following is just your mom and your fucking cat, they love you and you don't need a bajillion followers to be anyone. I mean, this is like mere high school all over again on a grandiose scale. I still can't believe that we live in a world that follows these likes and tweets and TikToks and we are constantly measured by numbers and that makes everyone feel less than. So if you can detox and cleanse, from the belief system that these numbers actually matter and the little fucking heart and the little piece of shit thumb up or the thumb down, fuck all that. Just laugh at it. Virtually look at it like it's a cartoon because it is. It's an outer world. Sure, it could matter in the instance of work or maybe you're trying to get signed by an agent or whatever. Fine. Call it a numbers game. But in actuality, it doesn't define who you are. It doesn't say if you have good character. It's not going to tell you that you are powerful or superhuman or beautiful, thin or fabulous. It's not going to get you to believe anything. And in fact, you should not believe anything on these apps ever. They are merely all a fucking facade and they're actually just for show. So here's where the cleansing comes into play. When you find people on there that trigger you, someone with an eating disorder, Somebody who's posting annoying thirst traps. Somebody who lies about the way they look. Just unfollow them. It's very simple. Try to use it less. Use it as a tool or a resource. And do not get hung up on comments or likes or any of that. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but you don't really get any likes anymore anyways. Unless people are buying them, which is what they do, you'll not get very many likes at all anymore. Those days are long gone. And if you're incessantly trying to be obsessed with growing on TikTok, I want you to question what I said earlier today. Does this matter? That is a wonderful phrase to ask yourself in anything in life. Does this matter? I could not tell you, but I I suspect in a weird way, That you're going to start to understand when you get older and you're on your deathbed, you will not give a shit what you did on TikTok. And I'm going to guess that even if you tried, let's just say you had 400,000 followers on there or Instagram at that, but you still have no career, you have no clout, no experience, you don't have a resume built out, what does that empty number do for you? It's a full-fledged empty promise and it's a sure thing that you're going to fail at it because you don't have the real skill set to make it in the real world can you edit videos can you write books can you write for magazines can you write for journals can you walk in a room and put together a powerpoint presentation and go crush it can you make a sales sheet do you know how to do a marketing pitch do you know how to write you know a branding deck 
I mean, these are all viable things that anyone can learn to do very simply. But I really, really mean it when I say cleanse the fuck out of your perception and your belief system and the values that surround social media and self-worth. You are fucking awesome without all this bullshit. It is mere noise. It might be the zeitgeist of 10 years ago, but honey, it is not the coolest thing in the world. I would, I could name 10 things that are cooler right now. Like, have you ever gone on a trip and stood at the edge of a cliff? I remembered looking at the mountains and the ocean and the cliffs in Priano and Revello and Priano. And I just fucking mesmerized. Couldn't really even speak because I thought what I was looking at was fake. I mean, have you ever <laughs> gone to Paris and looked around and said, is this real? Because this looks like the Pirates of the Caribbean in Anaheim, California, Disneyland. But it's real. Or have you ever gone to Tokyo and sat and chanted with the monks and saw just the breath coming out into the cold air and listened and breathed deeply? Or have you ever even been in a yoga class where you were rinsing and cleansing and detoxing and hot yoga and you came out and you felt so good because you hated working out but you committed to it these are the cooler moments in time have you ever thought about what it was like to catch a wave at Honolulu Bay in Maui and just ride the wave all the way to the shore there is no other feeling like that or actually after surfing every surfer knows you take your wetsuit off and your balls cold and then you get a hot shower and it feels like the best thing in the world. I mean, there are so many moments of bliss. If you ever wondered why I don't post my partner all over social is because I want to keep our relationship private because I cherish it. I don't even post the new beautiful cat because I, you know, these are things I really want to cherish on my own. I don't know why, but I will always commit to being myself and not doing what everybody else does. And I hope you feel the same way. Are you nodding your head? Please be yourself <laughs> after you, my friend. One of the last things we can talk about in cleansing is really getting rid of these dirty thoughts and dirty practices and things that don't serve us anymore. Like I don't drink that much anymore because I feel terrible for like three days after. But so worth throwing a party like with Louis Vuitton and my friends the other night. That was fun because we were celebrating the launch of Yayoi Kusama's artwork with Louis Vuitton and the meatpacking launch. And what I think was so great about that was you get all your friends together. You haven't seen all together in like five or six years. You have two hours of drinks and apps and then you go to a late night dinner and you call it a day. You know, there are a lot of bad habits that we all had between 20s to 30s and 40s. And I think at some point in time, you're going to have to start letting go of the shit. Now, I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but maybe it's prescription pills. Maybe it's a dirty habit on the apps. Maybe you're addicted to dating. Maybe you are just not comfortable enough in your own skin and you have low self-esteem and you want to build it up. That is all okay. 
I really believe in you and I know that you have the tools and resources to build your self-esteem back up and to start shifting your mindset and teaching yourself, no, this hurts. Don't do it. A lot of people still take pain pills and sleeping pills and it's hard, man. I'm that stuff. This is very, this is a very gray area and it's why I don't talk about it that often. But I do think if you're hurting yourself or others, if you are addicted to prescription pills and you are hurting others and not just yourself, there are so many instances where I've heard stories and I've lived through it myself. I had an ex-boyfriend in my 20s who was a serious addict and I lived with him and I didn't know and it was alcohol and opioids and it was out of fucking control. And you know what? They say in Buddhism that we are not to, that suffering really is part of life itself and it always will be but the best thing that you can do is to not hurt others and that is something that we've studied recently so if you have a problem please seek professional help this is your sign and also if you know somebody who has a problem this is your sign to get them help because if anything cleansing through the bad toxic shit the drugs or the alcohol anything that's hurting someone the physical abuse emotional it is really important for you to take control of your situation because i know you can take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out you know sometimes i think to myself that this podcast is crazy we've been doing it for five years and it's been awesome i'd love to bump up the game on the pod so please send me your five-star review so i can read it to our audience last thing before i read one of our fanboy comments from a fan named francisco in miami is that we want to talk about how to cleanse from bad habits with food now if you're a sugar addict this is your year to lay off lucky you i have a full sugar cleanse at canniskumai.com and it's free as usual <laughs> if you want to support this podcast you can always buy something from my website like a signed book or go to the matcha shop.com s-h-o-p-p-e is shop and purchase something and it'll keep the pod going i've also thought about opening a patreon account because some of you have asked me i'm not opposed to it but please let me know if you you would use the patreon because obviously it could really help to boost our business and we could come out with some new um i was thinking of products that can become miracle products for you that i use that i've been testing and creating and or i've also been thinking about launching a new website i can't do it without you it's not a website about me it's a website about you and I actually think it could become a light in the darkness of wellness. So let me know if you're interested. And if you are looking for a new job, we're looking for affiliate marketing experts and assistants in New York City. Affiliate marketing can be remote, but the assistant in New York must be in New York. Please email resume and a cover letter to info at candiskumai.com. So food. Sugar, get it the fuck out of your life. CandiceKumai.com. There's a sugar cleanse on there. Also, think about what you are putting into your body every day. 
Like, I know the weed gummies are not something I should be having every day. I get it. I've been so stressed out lately with this new book coming out and the moves that I've been taking them to take the edge off at night. Notice I catch myself and I know I'm doing it. I'm self-aware. And instead of sort of brushing this one aside, I think I'm going to just face the music and be real with myself. And I have to learn how to coach myself off of all of my bad habits. When you're eating fruits and veggies every day and you limit your intake of, say, dairy or meat or processed foods or sugar and caffeine and alcohol, you can feel like a million bucks. Did I just take out your entire diet? Sorry about that. Um, if you get Clean Green Eats by Candice Kumai, a fabulous book I wrote, it's already all in there for you. There's an eating guide, a seasoning guide, a sweetening guide, a cleanse. It's awesome. Because the author is fucking amazing. God, I love her. She's been around for 20 years. She looks like she's 27 and she's fucking banging. I don't know why they didn't give her a show. She's also funny. Well, Candice, maybe you need to be a little more humble. And uh, maybe it's still happening maybe at 40. I asked her blatantly to her face this weekend when I went to visit. I said, you still believe in me, right? I mean, I'm just getting started, Mom. Truly, book number seven is just getting my engine revved. And she's like, "Mm, oh, yeah. um, Okay, you are still doing it. Yeah. I mean, she sounded like she wasn't sure. And if there's one thing I'm sure about, you guys, and you know this too, it's happening. It's like, it's a, you know an action verb here it's happening ing we don't have to think about the failures don't let anything scare you i know how scary this is even cleansing and getting rid of all the bad things that you love terrifying right i know you still want to bang a bunch of men on the apps and do a bunch of drugs and booger sugar and all that but one day it's you know it's not looking good anymore for you And you don't want to lower the chances of you becoming successful at the work that you do, especially if you have one shot with your beautiful life, like we said. So think about it in the quantification of how much time do you have to get this career done and when are you going to turn it up and when are you going to lay off of the shitty habits and foods, all of the things that you know you should not be eating. But if you get Kintsugi Wellness, Clean Green Eats, Clean Green Drinks, Cook Yourself Sexy, Pretty Delicious, Cook Yourself Thin, these books are phenomenal for getting off of the bad shit. I only say them on the pod because I am an encyclopedia for food and I cannot begin to stress how easy it is to cook once you get the hang of it. I've also thought about teaching a couple of cooking classes this year. So let me know if that is of interest to you as well. I do think lastly with cleansing on the mind that you are stronger than you know. And I think that the people that listen to the Wabi Sabi podcast, you are smart motherfuckers and you know what you're doing. You give a shit about character, finance in the right way. You volunteer time with the right people. You do a great job with work. You are a kind and loving and caring person. 
And while you do care about beauty and wellness and clean eating, you also care about the right things. And that means you give a devotional amount of time and service, an ear to lend, kindness and love to others. And I commend you for it. You should be proud of yourself for getting this far. You should be proud of yourself for getting through the pandemic. And you should be proud of yourself for choosing to chase your dreams instead of staying stagnant. So don't be hard on yourself. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Take the reins back into your life. Get rid of the mean people. Get rid of your fucking, excuse me, I was going to say a bad one. Get rid of your dumb boss if you don't want to be with them anymore. Get rid of your boyfriend or girlfriend if they're not serving you and move on with your life. Do not be afraid to pull the trigger on a move. Do not be afraid to cleanse and get the toxic shit out. And if somebody is triggering you, you stay away from them by being polite, kind, and graceful. It is so much harder to be easy and to not react, but that is your superpower. You meditate enough at this point that you know how to not react. I know it's hard. I am spicy. I get it. But I also know when to turn it down, when to soften, when to let go, when to listen to my mom who says she got the canai. Can you care less, Candice? Who cares? You are caring so much about the friends, this, friends, that. Well, yeah, mom, because I virtually, it's all I got. <laughs> and she says, well, with age, you're going to find out who your real friends are. You probably only have a few. So be good to them. Okay, Mom, I will. Lastly, we're going to bring up a cool note from a gentleman who has become a recent Wabi Sabi fan. He is super cool, and his name is Fran Bear. B-E-R-R-E. Take a deep breath. I was always a podcast skeptic. I took a leap of faith when I tuned into the Wabi Sabi pod, not really sure what it was about. I'm so glad that I did. I listened to as many episodes as possible to prepare for this review. Hmm, juicy. It's the first time I've ever written a review for a podcast or a book on Amazon. But when five stars are warranted, I'm more than happy to oblige. Oh, thank you. That is so kind of you, Fran. Candace is a rare find in the wellness podcast world, a true outlier. What makes her so unique is that the podcast is so great. She really cares, period. She cares as if it was your own family member advising, guiding you from her own heart. She is not pushing a product or an online course, a protein powder, barf, or anything tangible to get a quick fix. Here we go. My mom makes dinner sometimes and she's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to make a saute quick fix. (laughs) She actually cares. Actually is in caps. Take a deep breath. I find her take on the topics discussed in the podcast is polished, well-researched and insightful, which of all are accompanied with a graceful voice that envelops one's listening experience to creating an atmosphere of intimacy Oh my God, the words they use are so fancy. I don't even know what these are. And wholeheartedness. (laughs) It makes sense that she is lauded as the golden girl of wellness. 
when your heart is invested in every project the way Candace's heart is in this pod, you can only create golden results. Still, as she always reminds us, wabi-sabi. I feel a deep connection with Candace and her temperament and take on many issues. She inspires me and helps me to stay engaged from the heart, not the mind. She enthralls listeners in the pod by saying, I don't know who needs to hear this. Uh, no, I don't know who needs to read this. <laughs> I'm making fun of myself right now. What a dork. I mean me. <laughs> Truly. And then she shares some pearls of wisdom. I borrow her words and say, Now I don't know who needs to read this, but go listen to this podcast now. Candace, thanks for sharing your voice, your thoughts, and projects and creations. Keep up the golden path to excellence. We see you and thank you. XOXO, Francisco. P.S. It's hilarious when she gets into character and speaks like her mom. It cracks me up with a smiley face. Wow, darling. What I know about Francisco is that he's, I believe, a real estate agent in Miami, a member of Soho House out there, a collegiate in his field of Latino descent. And I find it fascinating when I see men and loads of gay men that follow and listen along. I don't know if you guys know this, but I definitely think I was a gay black man in a past life. I don't know why. I understand if Gwen Stefani loves Japan so much, she probably is channeling a possible past life. Instead of being ridiculous with our thoughts and comments about being horrified of what a celebrity or public figure or journalist may say or do, I advise you to try to think about putting your shoes, your feet into their shoes, that is, before you make judgment on them. You know, a lot of artists have devoted their entire life to being in front of a camera to entertain you, to help you, to inspire you, etc. Or maybe they're just simply living out their dream. But when do we say that we have the right to tell them how to live their life or what to say or do? At one point, is it okay for them to have their own opinion? These are things that we can all think about. And as Fran reminds us, I do really believe deeply in my heart that we all have a place here on this planet with a purpose and a calling. We are all called to do different things to be of service. Now, have you figured out what your calling is and how are you going to utilize that in your one beautiful, special life? How will you choose to detox three things this week from your life? For me, I think I will. Boy, this is going to be tough. I'm going to try to ease up a little bit on myself with the perception that the book launch is going to be crazy and stressful. I'm going to try to shift my sales into saying, it's book number seven. We know what we're doing. You're 40 years old. You're back in New York and you're going to crush it because it's your homecoming. So change your mindset, Candace. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to remind myself of the ex-boyfriend with the opioid and alcohol addiction and another one that has been missing for many years. That's a, a whole nother story to talk about, but I'm going to start thinking about them because a lot of us are less or, or much more fortunate than 
some of our own friends and loved ones that we were once close to. And we need to be very grateful for where we're at because sometimes it's a stroke of luck or genius to be where you are and just be really mindful that you are in a really good place. Everything is okay. Lastly, I'm going to ask you about the cleansing. Are you going to shift your mindset to believing that a number and a like and a thumbs up, all that shit, follower count is not important. These are not important things in life. And are you going to ask yourself, Candace, and to you, are you going to ask yourself, does this really matter? And are you going to believe it when you tell yourself the answer? Are you going to shift your belief system? Lastly, I'm going to do something too. I'm going to stop believing a couple of the things I convinced myself were true. And this is something I'm going to do with men I've dated, old values I might have carried, and a shitload of baggage that I thought I needed to hold on to for a really long time. But matter of fact, I think it's time for us to all let go together in detoxing and cleansing this shit out of our lives. If there's one thing that you can do that you've already done is you've listened to this pod, you've got the knowledge and the toolbox, and you are smart. So go out there into this big wide world and keep being the beautiful person that you are and helping other people even when they're shitty to you, especially when they're shitty to you. Oh, Shohei. He came to say hi to you guys. He's saying, what a great job, Mom. This is Shohei. He's a Bronx boy from a bodega basement. He was um, born very sick. And we saved him and his sister after Cece died from a group called Little Wanderers NYC. And Little Wanderers NYC works with... Sorry, that's him making all these noises on the mic now. Um... They work with Best Friends Animal Society in New York now. And my friend Sam and I introduced the two organizations. And dozens of cats have now been adopted because of it. And it just makes my heart burst. That was just a little... um, I suppose when you let go of all the shit and you start cleansing, it opens up the world for you to do good things that are from your heart. That you you don't care if anybody knows about it, you know. So many people just post their accomplishments all the time, but I think it's nice to be humble and to keep a lot of stuff to yourself too. So Shohei is a byproduct of much love for the Bronx and the animal community and the love that is unconditional that we share. I love you guys. Have a beautiful and blessed week and may you pray for one another And for your loved ones, because prayer is free and wellness should always be free. I'm here to help this year for you to get clear on your life and to stop buying into pretentious, overpriced wellness and maybe even people that are actually harmful to your health. I mean, I, I don't think I'm harmful. I think I'm okay. All right. Have a great week, you guys, and thank you for listening to episode 110. Ciao for now.